Um, this is Jakob from The Editing Bay. Uh, before you proceed to listen to this episode, I thought I might as well mention that this is another sort of installment of what we now call a legacy retrospective series, which is a bunch of recordings of ours that we did for the uh, now defunct Clappers um, old Patreon account. And it just so happens that last year, uh, to commemorate Tony Stokot's uh, anniversary of Tony Stokot's death, we did a retrospective on his work. We talked about four of his films. And uh, now it feels like it's a good opportunity to bring this episode to you guys on this Patreon channel. So I, I, I feel it's a good opportunity because it's 10th anniversary of his passing and we all, in like both Nick and I and Jack as well, who did the recording with us, we feel very strongly about him. And then it feels, yeah, it's just a good thing to do. So I suppose don't pay too much attention to any announcements made in this recording about what's coming next because it's just a recording from the past. But anyway, I hope you have a fabulous time listening to us talk about these movies. I think it's True Romance, Crimson Tide, Domino, and I think... And I think Days of Thunder, yeah, uh, that we talked about last year. And please don't pay too much attention to the quality of the recording, because that was done a while ago, and at that time I wasn't quite aware of how to do certain things in the post. But anyway, hope you have a great time listening to this very, very in-depth conversation about Tony Scott and his movies. Enjoy. Hi, hello and welcome uh, to our um, Patreon-exclusive podcast. Um, this is not a clapper debate. This is not something that we um, well, have, well, have actually done at all before. So this is something new that we're doing. Um, and um, I think I'm, I'm going to call it Clapper Retrospectives. Let's call it this way. So you're welcome to the uh, first in- inaugural episode of uh, Clapper Retrospectives, uh, a, an exclusive show where we talk, we'll talk about films that are um, sort of connected by something, probably by a director, maybe screenwriter, an actor. I don't know. Like, it, it, worlds are, are oyster. But, you know, like the um, first episode, we are going to spend talking about the cinema of Tony Scott. And then... Um, super happy to to be here and my name's the antichrist and i'm in a vendetta kind of mood and no, i'm sorry um my name's jacob and i'm here joined by uh, uh my two great friends um so um who oh, let's introduce yourselves let's do it let's do it this way so here's um um jack Luke sharp hello so say hello hello i'm doing great thank you very much for having me on board Talk cool and then you. there's also nicolo grasso where are you nick Hello, hello. I'm I'm very happy to be here. It's one of the episodes I've been most excited for probably ever since joining Clapper. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, so um since this is a patron exclusive podcast, thanks for um supporting the uh our our, our cause and then paying your hard end dollars for uh, for access to to these these beautiful shows where we talk ad nauseum about stuff but today we're, we're we're doing something special because if you're um if you're listening to this right around when it when, when this thing is released on patreon which will be early august um august is a month that at least i personally always um i mean not always but for the last nine years it was it was a month of remembering that tony scott's no longer with us and then because uh, this is a filmmaker I, I, I hold near and dear to my heart, and then, as it turns out, we all, all of us around the table we we hold him near and dear to our hearts as well. So we we thought we'll 
what we will do is we'll stage a podcast where every one of us will bring a, a film to the table uh, directed by Tony Scott and we'll just talk about them and then just share the memory of this great man. Um, so in case you don't know, Tony Scott is uh, was uh, Ridley Scott's younger brother. He was born in uh, 1944, on the 21st of June 1944, to be exact, uh, in England. And then he, um, I mean, as a filmmaker, he was kind of always in the shadow of of his older, more successful brother, because, you know, like Ridley has come out of the, you know, come out swinging, let's just call it this way. Like after the duels, he made, the, he made Alien and then he made Blade Runner and then off he went. And then Tony was also always kind of just, I don't know, just kind of hanging around, also making making short movies. And then he had his big sort of, well, his debut in 1983 when he made The Hunger with David Bowie and Catherine Deneuve and a few other people. And then, you know, then, and then he got hired by, uh, he got, I think he got spotted by um, Jerry Bruckheimer and Don Simpson and made Top Gun with them. And then, then you know, he, off he went as well. But he was always kind of just... For as long for for as long as I remember, he was always kind of like in the shadow of Ridley Scott. He was always the sort of uh, sort of the underrated Scott brother. Um, so I thought we would just go around the table and then and then well, you know, I, I suppose you well know, before we go around the table, I think you know after uh, you know having had uh, let's just say a very pro- well prolific career, but not too prolific because you know like he, he has made I can't remember how many films. Uh, four, eight, 12, 16, 17 films. Um, he unfortunately in 2012, he, he, he died. He left this world and, and he took his own life to be exact. So that was a tragic day for, for fans of cinema around the world. And I suppose for, well, and definitely for his family as well, because you know, like, loss of life is never, is never, is never a good time. And then loss of life in, such circumstances is doubly tragic, and then you know, and then ever since then the world was kind of just left with a with a massive hole. Um, so what we what I thought we would do today is celebrate the man's memory, and then just offer a little bit of a reappraisal of his cinema. Even though thankfully his cinema it has been reappraised and is being reappraised by young cinephiles all around the world who have discovered that he's not just a shadow of Ridley Scott or he's not, um, uh, I don't know, a hack or anything. I was just, you know, a guy who just made stupid action movies in the nineties and then, uh, but he, he, he was a genuine artistic voice. And then, so what I thought we would do is, and let's just go around the table and then share our sort of memories and then thoughts about what, how we value Tony Scott as a filmmaker and then what, what we think about the man. So I don't know, Jack, do you want to go, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can do. I think I think uh, to 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 uh, to get it straight off the uh, the chest straight away. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of both brothers, Ridley and and Tony. Um, my heart is is more so on 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 Ridley. I'm, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Ridley Scott. Um, a really big admirer, if, if not a fanboy. But I've always loved Tony Scott's work. Always loved it. He is the epitome of me. If anyone says let's let's go to, I remember go. Maybe some audience members won't even know this, but you know when you had to go rent films. My my family used to go to to a, to a store not so far from us, and if we always wanted a rent film on a Friday night, we would pick a Tony Scott film, and, and that that to me will always be like a childhood memory. So, so as much as I really do like Ridley Scott, 
more of an on an academic level on more so on a cinematic level tony scott's my my comfort food so i remember weirdly enough when when he died i remember i just finished high school i was 16 um i think i i finished it this a month maybe two months after i'd finished i'd done my gcse's and um i remember uh, listening to the radio and i remember um it breaking on imdb i remember um the first thing that came into my mind was like it, it was like when that happened like it's quite shocking like especially like what, what the few days that came afterwards it did never seem to be sort of an acknowledgement of, of of what drove him to do to do such a thing and and then a lot of other things came out and then his brother came out and, he, and his family had had uh, cancer history in their family they have a, they have a third brother who died unfortunately as well of cancer so um, the first thing I, I, when I read it, I was like, fuck, like, we're just never going to get a Tony Scott film again. Like, I'll never be able to have that comfort food. I, I'll never be able to have that experience again. I know that's really selfish, but from an audience point of view, it's like, just broke my heart. Like, Tony Scott's filmography is done. And we, we'll never be able to have that relationship of being able to go to the cinema, being able to sort of find that again. We'll just have to have what we've got, which is a wonderful uh, filmography that we're going to discuss today. But it always upset me that there'll be someone like me who 10 years down the line, which is roundabout now anywhere, um, that won't ever have got to see a Tony Scott film in the cinema. And that breaks my heart, it really does. Um, but his films were always comfort food to me. And I think, as a hot take, this is I think from Man on Fire until Unstoppable, I don't think he made a bad film at all. I think that there's this. Um, controversial statement in cinema that, that there's no director who's made four good films on the bounce. I think Tony Scott's one of them. I think he made films that, that suited him. And there's, there's, not, there's a theory about the hunger we should talk about with this, with this cinematic skill, but I, I've always loved his comfort food and it's always something to, to really nice and watch. And but in preparation of a Shakub, I think, I, I think we've all gone back to watch a few of our blind spots. And I think I've, aside from one film, I think I finished his, cinematic feature film filmographer and it was a blast it really was a blast i still have have not seen revenge that's the only one i haven't seen as well the uh, kevin costner film yeah but then but yeah. then again i just at this point i'm kind of refusing to watch it on dvd i'm just saying maybe because the, the minute i watch it on dvd it'll, the like arrow's gonna reset on blu-ray and i'm gonna be freaking furious mm. <laughs> um but yeah anyway you i didn't i didn't want to interrupt i'm sorry no that, that that's that's it then being able to reflect on this filmmaker and it's hor it's horribly poignant to do this because I always I, I, I say this like every other week but it, it, Tony Scott is a film filmmaker who wasn't given flowers when he was alive to celebrate his 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 um, zeitgeist impression it's only now when we look back at it and he's he's given wow like Tony Scott like like you know he, he had a, a formidable partnership with Denzel Washington he had a formidable aesthetic he's a filmmaker who brought not just themes but he brought like i mean you can smell smoke you can smell heat you can smell the gasoline in every one of his films um and he just wasn't rewarded that when he was when he was alive which is heartbreaking but at least even even now 10 years on almost though i just hope that there's some academic zeitgeist relationship with his films that get to see these these scene again not one of his films from 2004 feels like it's from that era. Everything feels like it could be made yesterday. I mean, Man on Fire is 17 years old now, and it could, be, it could have been made yesterday. 
I mean, he, he was, uh, like, uh, there's, I, I, I want to move it on because I know Nick and, and yourself will, will have some really good words, but he was my comfort food and it's heartbreaking that we won't get that again. But what he left us with was an outstanding piece of a filmographer that I just, I just, I could eat up any day of the week. I mean, in fact, I'll probably after this, I'll watch, I'll probably watch one of his films. I fucking love that man. I, I really do. And I think bro both brothers have made a really wonderful impression within cinema. And um, I'm just glad that at least Ridley can continue on. And, you know, he's releasing two films this year, 83. I just would have loved Tony Scott to have been making films, 83. Oh, that's well said. Niccolo, uh, what's, what's your history with Tony Scott? Let's, let's, hear, your, let's hear your take. Weirdly enough, the, the first time I was aware of Tony Scott as a, as a filmmaker was unfortunately when he, when he passed away. And I distinctly remember to this day when it happened because we were, we were going to celebrate my birthday, which is on the 23rd of August. And we went to like a grandparents' house for like a long weekend, you know, like three, four days all together, just chilling. And I remember we opened the news on the morning of the 20th and they were showing like an image of the bridge. And like, oh. If you'd like to listen to this show in its entirety, head over to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash pod, where for only three bucks a month, you will get access to this and many other bonus podcasts, such as bonus tie-ins to our regular show, themed retrospectives like this one and comprehensive marathons patreon.com slash uncut gems pod is the place head over there and subscribe <laughs>